I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Right, welcome to episode eight of the Talking with Giants podcast. On Friday evening, a nation gathered around their TV sets in the hope that their heroes will be able to send the Scots back north with their kilts tucked between their legs, but experienced disappointment. In Huddersfield, the disappointment was twofold. Whether you were at the game or sat at home with one game on the TV and the other on the laptop, happiness was a long way from a HD postcode as the Salford Red Devils came to the John Smiths and despite playing the majority of the game with 12 men, got one over on their old boss with a single-point victory after referee Scott Miklauskas had sent off the wrong man. Uh, we're back with a normal panel today and champing at the bit to have their say and Nathaniel Wood, Jake Rowlands and Josh Phillips. And on Father's Day, as it is today, on the day we're recording, I'm slowly winding up the clockwork toy and I'm ready to release the pent-up energy that it holds. Jake Rowlands, give us your thoughts on Friday's game. Uh, personally disgusted. Uh, never come away away from a game as low as that uh, over the last 10 years I'd say you know it's just it's got to that point where I think we're at the, the lowest of the low now despite not being bo- bottom of the table I said on Facebook you know you can throw all the excuses in the world you know uh, wrong man got sent off they've missed a few of the bad challenges we still should be beating a team that's been leaking points for fun over the last few weeks they've come here they've absolutely taken the mick out of us they've shown us just how bad of a team we are if not bang, bang average team that can occasionally get up for a game, um, you know it's a good for me. It's a good job Lee are in the, you know, are in Super League this year because if it had been a team like London Broncos where a couple of years ago, I'd be saying we're, we're in massive danger of getting relegated this season. Um, absolutely terrible, you know, one out rugby. Even when they went down to twelve men, consistently, just one man up the field rugby, and it just don't work. And you've got to question Ian Watson's tactics at that point. You know, they're obviously playing that sort of rugby because that's the way he wants us to play. But after after 60 minutes and you're thinking, we're not getting anywhere here, for me, you've got to start throwing the ball out wide and trying to, you know, because in games where we have done that, we've looked dangerous. You know, with, with the gaps out wide, which we could see in the stand, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I genuinely don't think half the players give a monkeys. I think only a couple came up with, within about, 15 yards at fans after the game, which says it all. You know, a couple of players are moving on at the end of the year. I think it shows in their performances. Caesar, absolutely rubbish. Can sort of excuse him because he's been off with COVID, you know, and had trained for a, a week or so. But still, you know, he's got to be standing up in them games and saying, you know, this isn't working for us. Tr- you know, try something different. He didn't. Lee Gaskell, absolutely poor. Thought that was one of the worst games he's had. To kick him were absolutely diabolical. Um, you know, and you've just got to wonder, you know, when we've got, like I said before, you know, playing Leroy Kudjo out on the wing or a really bad miss by him. Should have gone in that corner there. You know, for me, Louis Senior scores that hands down week in, week out. Uh, Watson's obviously got a problem playing with some of the young players. You know, Sam Hewitt's been at Halifax, been playing really well. And then you've got players like Joe Greenwood that keeps, you know, a placing team who has been absolutely woeful all year. And that would just that topped it for me, that performance by Greenwood. You know, he brought him straight back on. Oliver Wilson went off after about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then didn't come back on all game. So you've got to, got to question, you know, with what Watson's doing with his subs earlier on in the year. Sam Wood had two games back-to-back where he didn't, I don't think he even came up for field you know what are we doing you know we're not a club that can afford the luxury of having somebody on bench and not playing them you know we're a really poor side for me that that's that, you know we've gone backwards I've had people message me on Twitter and Facebook saying no we've improved loads look at them performances against St. Ellen's but like I said to you guys we beat St. Ellen's away last year so have we really improved you know I'm not one for celebrating losing to top teams but yet we're also a club that can make every excuse under the sun when we keep getting beat week in, week out by poorest teams. You know, what, what sort of team are we? You know, we've, we've proved we can't beat OKR, can't beat Wakefield, can't beat Salford. 
yeah, we've 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 beat a Leeds team who we all celebrated, but let's face it, they had three quarters of the squad missing. So we're allowed to throw them excuses when we get beat by rubbish teams, but we're not allowed to say, hang on a minute, did we actually play that well against Leeds? You know, it works both ways, doesn't it? For me, we're a very poor team and I can't see us winning many more games this year unless we, uh, unless we vastly improve. I'll let somebody else have this. Uh... <laughs> I was expecting longer than that, but you know, you cut that I, short, I, I, I think. I, I could go longer, but you know, I don't, I don't want to offend too many fans. But yeah, just woeful performance for me. Absolutely woeful. Anything on that, Nath, to uh, to add into it? Uh, no, I'm not as critical as Jake. Um, I was angry on Friday night. Probably more upset than angry. Um, I'd expect us to beat a St. Helens team who were down to 12 men for 50 minutes, never mind a Salford team that's conceded 102 points in two games. Um, I think the biggest word for me is, apart from a try, we didn't actually look like scoring another try, which... For me, it's the most important thing. Uh, I do question him Watson's tactics. I still believe he'll get it right, but at the minute he wants to play these grinding tactics, well, when have we actually won a grinding battle? Um, all right, we might win against Leeds when we beat Leeds, but we, um, they had, like Jake said, they had about 10 injuries, a very weak team out, so and we only just scraped past them. When we beat Warrington, you know, we're probably the most entertaining half we've played since Watson came, and we blew away in the first half, and that's what won us the game, and you can't really see group you grind and lay down because no disrespect everyone grinding them down and beating them heavily so that was just the piss easy test wasn't it for Forrest playing Lee um, just the whole whole night was disappointing every aspect of it um, I agree with Jake some of the players for me don't look interested um, I, well, I won't name them on here because I don't like to be pinpointing certain players but the eight players have come out of the game and thought you know what I can give the eight players a bit of credit that they look like they tried and Look like they care, but the rest of them are quite disappointed in. Um, but yeah, the only possible I could go out finding out is that we only lost by one. <laughs> could think if they had 13 on field for 80 minutes, it'd have been another hammering, wouldn't it? So the last two performances now, it's been it's a real, real worry. Um, they said they had an actual problem at Wakefield and they're going to come out and sort that. Well, you didn't, they really didn't sort that out and they were bang average again on Friday night. And I know. Uh, I've just looked today to get ready for tonight and there's fixture list for the next slot. So we've got all Friday, then we've got Catwan, Cass, Wigan, Wigan, Hull, Saints, Cass. Well, if you can pick it playing like the next two games and we won't win a game for the next eight weeks, it's going to be very hard to watch. So um, something needs to be fixed up in training and whatever they do this week, they need to make sure they, they come out fine on Friday. Um, but no, a disappointing night altogether and... I do feel the same way as Jake. I'm just trying to think a bit more positive yeah. that we will bounce back. And I mean, to be fair, we, we could bounce back and you would look at it, can we bounce back? But then you look at the players that we potentially got missing this week. You know, we've probably got Cogger and O'Brien missing from this squad because we failed HIAs. You know, we've probably got Jake Wardle, McGilvery missing if they get selected. Hopefully, if not, they can, they can play. Then there's rumours, Lutelli, Caesar and Kenny Edwards might be in combination squad which means we'll have no choice but to play some academy players that's a big ask you know going to Hull and trying to but yeah again saying that won't be surprised to me if Giants did turn over Hull because that's what sort of team we are to then probably go get hammered the week after um, you don't know but it's hard to it's hard to say any, anything other than a, another good idea next Friday to be honest um, yeah, after the warning game I thought here we go now with Lee Wakefield Salford get three wins the season kick start will be in top six everything looks rosy but Somehow we've only managed to win one game, and I'm big enough when I'm wrong. I mean, I do, in my opinion, does get changed, so I'm all my hands up, and tonight I'll do that. And probably going on what Jake said, I thought we were a decent team, but to be honest, to watch us last two weeks, now I probably think we're a bang average team who we'll probably sit ninth or tenth in the league. And for whatever reason, we can seem to raise this game when we play a St. Helens or a Wigan or a league. But you know what, if you can't do it every week, then what's the point? And I think that's a mentality thing, and that's what Ian Watson's got to change if he's. If he's going to succeed, but it's a lot easier said than done. That's the, that's the problem. We can raise his game quite a bit with the top teams, but most of the time we'll always end up coming short. Occasionally, we might win odd one like against Warrington, but then we'll come short against St Helens twice. You know, we'll probably end up coming short against Wigan. Uh, we might end up picking a nicking a you know a game against Catalans at home or something. Um, but you know, it's the attack that's 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 getting me. You know, we we just look so poor for. What were it? Seventy-five minutes against Wakefield, we couldn't score. Did Wakefield take the foot off the gas? 
who knows if that were a close game you know where it were you know would, would we have scored I, I don't know at Wakefield yesterday again did not look like scoring at, at all you know um, and like Nat said if Salford would have stayed with 13 men I don't think we'd have actually scored a point on Friday night uh, we're just we're just way off absolutely way off um, and, you know it's really disappointing I'll put it out there and it's just a question for you know Josh you can answer as well you can have your opinion Matt same with you and for anyone who's listening you want to message me and let me know your opinion on it are we any better now than we was under Simon Wolf at this point last year because I thought we played some decent rugby under Simon Wolf yeah. and yeah we lost some close games but we were playing entertaining games and entertaining rugby and fans were enjoying it and that on Friday night was atrocious it was bad it was awful. Every bad word you can use, you can probably say. And I'm, I'm not going to go to the players or the coaches. They'll know it's bad. They'll know they need to fix it. So I won't have a go at them. But was we playing better? Yes, we was not getting the same results and we wasn't winning. But are we any better from the Simon Wolford era under Ian Watson as we are now? And now I do believe Watson will get it right. So let me stick up for Ian Watson. I am on his side. I am still backing him as coach. And I do think he'll get it right eventually. And I know it takes time. But right this minute, if these Giants are saying we're doing better... You tell me why we're doing better than we were this time last year. Do you want to go first, Josh? Go on then, go on then. Yeah. Um, well, as it stands now, no, we're not we're not better than we were under Wolford, are we? Um, I feel, I'd feel really deflated about it all, to be honest. There was so much promised in the build-up to this season. Um, I wasn't expecting miracles, but I was expecting um, a lot better than what we've seen. The only the only half of rugby that I've seen this this season that's looked any good from us is uh, Warrington in the first half there. When I, I, I watched that game, I thought, right, I can see I can see what's coming together now. I can see where we're going. Apart from that, uh, yeah, we've put a few points on Lee, but, you know, they're, they're um, not saying much, is it? And, yeah, we uh, nicked that win against Leeds and we did all right against Saints, but lost. But then you look at the games. The, fir- the first game of the season for me, some, I don't know. All season, something's just not felt quite right to me. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, but then, as you say, as, when it got to the Warrington game, I thought, right, we've we've turned the corner and um, it's all coming together. And then we beat Lee. And then I want to know what's happened since that Lee game. How how do you go from putting forty four points on Lee? I know we can say what you want about Lee or whatever, but to, to lose concede thirty points to Wakefield in the first half that that is just I, I was so baffled by that I could not believe that we've allowed Wakefield to put 38 points on us and then okay Salford game you can, you've can you got the excuse haven't you of the Covid issues and hope all the players are alright and stuff but um, yeah you've missed training so and there's you did send the wrong man off so there's all sorts of excuses you can make but to not beat Salford with 12 men for most of the game is, is I'm not angry I'm disappointed <laughs> that's all I can say yeah, I mean, for me, I'd say no, we've gone backwards slightly, you know, in terms of as an attack. Defensively, we look better at times than we did under Wolford. But like Nat said, attacking-wise, you know, people that are paying in to come and watch the game, you're coming away thinking that were rubbish this year, you know, most of the time. I've not enjoyed the game. It's been absolutely woeful. We did have us moments under Wolford, you know, like heading away when we were 30-0 down at half-time. You know, same, similar to like the Wakefield game. But, you know, then we had games like away at Castleford, yeah, where we lost by a drop goal, but it was an entertaining game, all the way through the game. You know, you were, you were on edge of your sort of, when you, you know, I won't say edge of your seat because we were stood up, but you get what I mean. Um, you know, it was an entertaining game, yeah. We came away from the game thinking, oh, we've lost, but it was still a good game of rugby. Whereas I came away from that on Friday thinking, that wasn't entertaining at all. That was absolutely woeful. And I said to you guys, then after 55 minutes, six minutes, we will lose this game. Because I could just see, you could just see the mentality of the players. You know, nothing changed, and I don't know. Some of it don't feel right, as Josh said. You know, you know, I, I heard rumours that Caesar had potentially fallen out with him. What's said don't now true that is, he don't look interested to me. You know, some of it don't, some of it just don't feel right with the team. Um, and I hope they sort it out sooner than later, because otherwise we could be in for a, a real long season. Yeah, but, the thing is, the yeah. calibre player that Aidan Caesar is playing against Salford with twelve men. If he's on his game, he wins that game for us yeah. on his own. And he, he just didn't do anything. So there's something there's some not right for me. I, I might be wrong. Someone within the club could say, you're talking absolute rubbish, you're way off the mark. But just as an outsider, as I, what I'm seeing, there's something wrong in that camp. And I, I think, I don't know, if, I don't know how pre-season went, but I think some players maybe 
some obviously some know that they're leaving. But I think there's a certain amount of players within that group who are just not performing and they don't look to be enjoying it. Um, and no, I, I don't know. I could, I could be wrong, like I said, but that's just what that's what I perceive uh, as an outsider. I think I think what else has an impact is other clubs like Wakefield, OKR, and your Salfords. They know that on paper they probably haven't got as good of a squad as we have, but they know if they can raise their game five percent or just get up for that game with Giants, that's a winnable game for them, and they all get up for it. Whereas we don't. We just think we should just be able to turn up here and win. And them days are gone. You know, they, they went a long time ago, which is why I can't understand the thought process of the of the players because you can just see within the first 10 minutes, you know, attitude's not there and we're not up for it. You know, and you could tell Salford were up for it. You know, you saw Seb running in hard and throwing offloads and we just looked like we just don't give a monkeys. And it's just the only player that looks like he cares most of the time, you know, really just goes hell for leather, full eight is Jerry. You know, he runs hard and it, you know, some others, yeah, they, they look like they're interested at times. Like, you know, Kenny, like that's his Kenny does a sidestep. But for me, he does show a bit of passion. Some others absolutely don't, you know, they really, really don't. Josh Jones is another one, tries, you know, a few times he went injured and, you know, if he couldn't be bothered, he probably could have gone off, you know, with an injury thinking, oh, sod this tonight, you know. Um, but he, he stayed on field despite, you know, getting five or six decent knocks on Friday. But some others, you know, you've just got to question if they even care. You know, and I just think it's really poor. The paid sportsmen, you know, you should want to go out and do your job uh, for fans that come and support you week in, week out. Um, you know, it's really disappointing. Mm. It is quite an, um, an, an easy thing. Go, go, you go, Nat, you go. I do believe that they do try. I don't believe that any player goes out there and says that they're not going to try tonight. Like, Dan had a pop at me the other week about it and I, didn't, I wasn't questioning his effort that he's going out there to play when he wants to be, and he has his head in the game, and yes, he may have stuff going off the field, and he's what, you know, Caesars go to his family back home, is he missing his family, is all these issues could sort of make him look like an okay. I'm uncensured in saying that he's not going out there, not wanting to try, and I will stick up for the players for that. The fact that they've come out big enough for a mid after the Wakefield game, they had an attitude problem, that's fair play to them. I don't think they had an actual problem at Salford, I just... I can't put my finger on what was bad. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that they're not interested and they don't care. Because I do believe they go out there to win and give 100%. Sometimes it just doesn't betray that way to us in the stands. Um, mm. The most embarrassing bit for me Friday night, and I said it to everyone for me, is we couldn't even set up for a drop goal properly against 12 men. <laughs> Aiden Caesar found himself at nine rather than being stood back waiting for the ball. It doesn't matter who passes the ball. You stand back and let someone else pass the ball to go for one and level it up and take us to golden point. Yet Caesar found himself at nine, and no one can tell me that was part of the plan. No, no, not. I have to agree there. Part of no plan. And he still didn't really have any markers either. He still managed to get his drop goal away. Yeah. You know, I'm not having a go at like Leroy here because Leroy is a good centre. You know, he's a good backup centre. He's a great third choice centre to have. But having him on left wing, for me, he's just absolutely ridiculous. You know, his first half, you know, whereas Darnell had run in and he t- carries, Leroy didn't in the first half, you know, and that sort of has an impact. But then he got more involved in the second half, you know, you know, coming in and taking a few carries. But he just looks out of place on wing. He's not a winger. I don't think he particularly feels comfortable there. You know, he, um, you know, he, a few years ago, five, six years ago, he'd probably taken that try. But, you know, he hadn't played on wing for... Well, I don't think he's ever played on wing, to be fair, but... Especially on the left wing. He's played a couple of games on the right. Yeah. Maybe if he was on the right side of the field... Yeah, it's still, you know... It's opposition, but he's still on the, you know, the correct so, side. So that suggests to me that Ian Watson really doesn't trust our youngsters, you know. Because if he did, Sam Hewitt would have surely been in that side this week with how he's been playing at Halifax. He's match fit. Owen Trout, I'm, I'm led to believe. Who I didn't think he did too bad when he came on, but I'm led to believe he had to isolate. So if that's true... Why have you got? Why have you put a player in over a, a lad that's fit, match fit, ready to go? You know, it don't make sense. Don't, don't make sense to me. I know Trout's young himself, but you know, it's still it don't make any sense. Um, I've got. I'm just thinking out loud here, but um, thing is with Ian Watson, we've given him all the tools for the job that he's asked for so far, and it looks like we're carrying on doing that for next season with the, the players that rumored to be coming in. They're all his players. Right, if we go on this a massive losing run now. The pressure is going to be on him, and we've signed all his players for next season. So, you know, massively, 
the club the club says obviously it's a long term project with Ian Watson. I'm not saying for a minute that we're gonna, you know, jump ship and get rid of him or whatever. But all I'm saying is you're putting all your eggs in Ian Watson's basket and if it doesn't work out then no. someone has to come in and coach all these players. And I think it's maybe a little bit uh, risky what we're doing. To be I have to agree with that. And if, if, for example, it doesn't rate the senior twins, which I'm getting the feeling that it doesn't, because I think Lewis would have featured by now, if so. You know, if if we don't rate the senior twins and they decide they want to move on, another club's got to pay compensation to the Giants for their age. Therefore, the Giants have got the senior twins, for me, in my opinion, to a bit of a ransom in the fact that they could offer them a really poor deal, both of them. But another club isn't able to sign them without giving the Giants compensation. Well, if clubs can't afford to give the Giants compensation, well, to me, then that's where the club's got to be big and say, we'll let you both go. If that's what you want to do to develop, we're not going to hold you back. But we could end up losing senior twins. You know, it might not work out with Ian Watson next year. We've lost then two of our good academy products that could flourish elsewhere. You know, and that, that's the thing I'm, that, that's what I'm worried about at the moment, really. We've had that before, haven't we, with Jake Connor? Yeah, we have. Yeah, Jake Connor, yeah, exactly. You know, and I, I can see that happening again this year. Could maybe lose both the seniors. You know, they might go to Wakefield or another team, might play, end up playing regularly. And, you know, it might end up biting us in ass. You know, mm. I, I don't want to be in that position, um, you know, where we're looking to sign a 30-year-old Ken Seal or, some, you know, or, you know, something on the wing instead of one of our, you know, homegrown players that have, has proved in the past that he can play and he can score and he can finish. So, mm. you know, for me, he should have been in that team on Friday. And I just mm. don't see if he isn't in that team on Friday, how he's going to make the team going forward. Yeah, I agree with that. If you don't make this Friday, this team should definitely give up. Yeah, oh, exactly. You know, um, it's just, yeah, it's just, just a bit baffling. It seems to like, you know, the conservative approach, doesn't it? Playing the old, older senior players, um, even when they're out of position. And just, you know, I thought we were past all that. We've, we've done that in the past, haven't we? And in recent years, that's one thing Simon Wolford wouldn't have been scared of, giving youngsters a go, and he did. And um, that's one thing I'll, I'll praise Wolford for. Mm. But I, I think maybe there is a little bit of a danger of, um, you know, looking back at Walford with a bit of like rose tinted glasses because I don't think there was many people who were. Some people were upset actually when he got sacked, but a lot of people like, yeah, fair enough. It's more about what we do to to move on from that. I don't. I don't think everything was perfect under Walford. I don't think we'd have won anything. No, but, no, um, no, definitely not. But did we give him the support that Ian Watson's received? No, no, hundred percent. Off season. Well, that's, exactly. that's what I mean. That's, yeah. that's the that's the thing. Yeah. So. yeah, I agree. But yeah, um, my worry is. We're buying all Ian Watson's players, and if it doesn't work out, then what? That's that really concerns me. Um, you see it in football as well. So, some of the models, are, some of the clubs have the model like um, the the director of football signs the players, and the coach has got to work with what he's got. And we're going like the complete opposite way to that. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, it does work out. But just I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it will. I've just got some hesitations at the moment, you know, with, with the way we seem to be going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've heard rumours this weekend, you know, Kenny Edwards wants out. Not sure how true that is. It's on Facebook. Somebody's posted it on Facebook and I heard it from somebody else at the stadium on Friday. That's worrying. If so, why why does he want to go? If that's true, mm-hmm. you know, um, just, yeah, just a little bit worried at the moment. Nothing much yeah. positive to come out of the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Any other rumours going is- at the minute as well? Because I've just... just- Taking into account that's one of the talking points, isn't it, Jake, that you brought up. So we might as well wrap up the uh, the rumours yeah. if you're if you're on yeah. on topic. Yeah. Off you go. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. It's just uh, for, for me. It's, you know, it's looking it's looking likely. And I said last week that seniors weren't on the outer contract list. It's just to me they've been offered a contract. Whether it's for the Giants, I don't know. You know, hope that we do sign them up. Um, but at this moment, as it as, as as it goes on, and they're not getting game time, especially Lewis can't help but feel that it probably might not be here next year um, if I were in his position what would you do you know you've played loads of games last year the year before scored a lot of tries kept scored four against Catalans to keep us here and now you can't buy your way into the team even when we've got tons of injuries um, you know you what sorry for me you stay you stay well well, I'd it's hope so what? it's 20 2021 into I tell think me, um, tell me a 20 year old at any other club in Super League should demand to play every week only like Harry Newman and stuff are exceptional players, you know. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. Which, which he's is behind, a... he is behind Darnell McIntosh and Jermaine McGilvern fully fit. So when we are fully fit, he's not going to play. And that's nodding at Louis. Louis knows I love him to bits as a player. He's ace. I followed him from the under nineteens all the way through. But do you uh, play him instead of Kudjo though? On wing. 
not necessarily no I thought he had it right we could join the wing person and, and Sam Woods so that's suggesting to me his fifth choice winger you know would you stay <laughs> at that point I'd have to hear his reasoning before judging of why he's picked Sam and Leroy over over mm. Lewis before I can judge of, of why you know he sees mm. lads in training it's all right you saying that he's playing well every week which yeah he might be but if he's only putting 50% in training why does he deserve to play on the weekend yeah true like going on that not we all see and that's why I defend Watson with team selection I can never say he got team selection wrong because we don't see no that's true like a train. and that's not me saying Lewis putting 50% in no so I'm just saying no we'll say someone else you know if player A is putting 50% in and player B who's not as good as putting 100% in would we all just said that we don't think you know you've just said that you don't think the players are some of them don't give a you know don't no, care true, true. you want players that care so I don't yeah. care who's better who's better if you want players who care let's put so I agree yeah. I agree with the earlier point if season doesn't want to be here and I'm not saying he does if he's struggling with it don't play him pull him out put over Russell in let the lad develop I'll know and I can call it and I don't know I think Russell will make it Super League but when he's, every time he's played in the last probably his last four or five games he's played behind a beaten pack yeah. now even people like Danny Buffett and Caesar struggle behind a beaten pack yet we can't expect a 20 year old halfback to dominate yeah I agree but, with that so for me give him time so maybe that's the issue I'm sure he's working Ian Watson's told Louis why he's not getting picked and that's up to Louis to pick up and, and find out why I have no doubt Louis will be a, a future superstar um, for me, it'd be our first choice winger next year once Darnell leaves. Um, I've actually seen, you know, as we're on rumours, I've actually seen a rumour this week that Darnell may have gone to Warrington. Um, oh, no, that, that were a misprint. A few Warrington fans have heard it, so I don't know where that's right. come from. No, or a misprint that. As far as I knew, I'd like, say when he's signed for Hull. Yeah, mm. the, um, uh, the, the re edited the article later. Right. Uh, it I, misprint. Like, I just saw a yeah. few Warrington fans saying. Um, but yeah, as far as I know, Darnell's going to Hull, like I say. I've seen the thing about Kenny Edwards wanting out, which I actually saw on Friday, Thursday, were it? Right. Before the game, or Friday, before the game that he wanted out. Um, it's a weird one. Um, no idea if that's true. Obviously, Fars will hear coming in. I found it strange that um, they were linking Kenny Edwards with Moose for next season. But then I, I, I thought, yeah, he's under contract. So maybe, I don't know, maybe there is something to that because mm-hmm. it's it sort of... It, it fits with that story that we yeah, uh, yeah. about his linking to other clubs. But th- but then you know we've got Gaskell leaving, Caesar leaving. You know that's a new spine we've got next year. Is that another excuse we can throw next year if we start losing and you know oh well we've got a new spine we've got to give him a couple of years to you know and then you know we can't keep throwing these excuses out for me. You know <laughs> nah, <laughs> you, you yeah. know it's it. we yeah. brought in what's needed to do a job. Yeah, we've lost a spine this year. You know I expected I didn't expect miracles this year, but with the squad we've got on paper, you do expect to beat the lights of Wakefield and Salford. You know we've got a far better squad than they have on paper. Um, the sad, you know, sad thing for me is this: this season starting to look like a write-off already. It's only well, it, is, it is. It is for me. It's it's gone. It's you know. Yeah. I can't see how we can. If we was going to make the top six, we'd have had to put a bit of a run together to be able to do that. You've got to beat the likes of Salford and Wakefield, and we can't. You look at the next six fixtures. Can you? You couldn't see any team going through that next six fixtures and winning. You know, every game apart from maybe St. Ellen's. You know, but even they're looking a bit vulnerable now. You know, and we as as our Wigan at times, but you know. There's no way we're going to go. F- we're going to win six games on the bounce. You know, some fans think we're capable of it, and they still do. And I just I don't see what they've seen to suggest we can do that. Mm. It's not only that, but like I said, with all the players that know they're leaving, we've we've had this before many times. Yeah, Nathan have. Brown, yeah. loads of players knew they were leaving. I mean, you know what happens. Um, I'm not saying that they don't try because that's just such a lazy comment. But there's a difference between trying, isn't there, and like knowing you're part of a big project. And yeah, I, I just can't see as I can't see us turning this around at the moment, but hope, hopefully I'm wrong. Um, it's not looking good. But the the worry, worrying thing for me is, going back to that point of, do we think we've improved on last year? The players that we've brought in are our standout players like your Luke Yates, Josh Jones, apart from Jones, mm-hmm. Luke Telly. Uh, Greenwood, for me, has been absolutely abysmal. Yeah, um, why? Why is he so bad? I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand it either. But, you know, the others have, have really improved the squad. But yet, we still seem a way off, you know, similar standard, if not worse, to where we were last year. And if the mm. players he's brought in have improved us, what does that suggest? If you look mm. at it in that in that view, you know, so the players he's brought in have improved us. They're the standout players, but yet we've not improved as a team. 
Can I so give the existing, a, existing ones must be doing even worse. All, that's, what, that's what I'm getting at, you know. <laughs> is can, I give us a, can I give us a positive? Go on. Yeah. I think a positive side of this then. So you're saying that Josh Jones and Luke Yates, two of Ian Watson's signings, have come in and you'd say, and in my, my opinion, I don't know if, what you three think, they've probably been our number one and two this season. Yeah. I'm just if I could play it year now, it'd be between Luke Yates and Josh Jones. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Ian Watson's signing. So let's look at Theo Farge. Tui Lola here that he looks like he's bringing in. Um, the rumours that Seb's coming back. Well, Seb played like he's Friday night. I'm happy taking back a yeah, me too. film next year. Excellent on Friday yeah. night. So, But all these players have now played in big games and have winning mentality. Theo Farge, two-time grand final winner. He knows how to win. He knows how to play in big games. Lola here, grand final, Charles Cup final. Ikefo, Charles Cup final. I personally think in our squad, it's a mentality thing that's up with him. Now, we've all said for the last four or five years, we've both had the same squad, that some things are not clicking, some things are not right, that's why we've been down bottom end of the table. If it's a mentality thing, is Ian Watson, yes, he might be going back to Lola here, he's had a poor year this year, as far as I understand from some Salford fans I know. Yep. But Ian Watson trusts him, and he's played in big games, and he has that winning mentality. Is that Ian, why Ian Watson's bringing him into the club? Is that where our mental yeah. mentality switched? Potentially, but Ant Caesar yeah. been in big games and stuff over in Oz, you know. Well, before this year, then, name who else has been in big games apart from Aiden Caesar. Well, you'd have to... Yeah, but we're not, we're not getting near the big game. We're not getting near big games, right? No, we're not. But, but you'd have to put Jerry in that bracket because he's played at some yeah. big games at the World Cup, Cup, you know. Um, but rest of, it, that, rest of them, no, they're not, no. Well, then next no. year, you take, take it to next year, we've got Luke Yates, Josh Jones, Ikehifo, no... Theo Farge, Tui Lola here. Five there, that's what top top made. I'm sure you know, we'll still have Jerry. He'll have played in big games. He'll I agree with what you're saying. But back it, we'll have so more players who played in big games. And we all said that their experience against Warrington helped us get through that Warrington game. The more you have them, the further you'll go. And that's where I think Watson will get it yeah. right. No, but but, but does, that mean that he, does that mean Ian Watson can only coach players that he's coached in the past, though? Well, no, because he, you know, he brought Joe Greenwood in, oh, yes. Completely where he's so far, you know, he's been horrific and yeah. it's not looking good for him. But again, he's played in big games for Wigan for St. Helens, he's played at NRL. If you get him playing right, mm. he could just be struggling with a bit of form. For all we know, he could have a niggle and he might not be fully fit, but he put his hand up to play Friday because we're really short. You know, have you seen any improvement in, in players that we've already got under Watson? Yes. Not the players that have come in, who? In certain players, I'd say yes. Uh, who? Can you give me an example? I think Kenny Edwards has been better this year than he was last year. A lot better. I think Kenny Edwards has taken up the leadership role on that left edge with Will Teller and young Darnell on the wing. I actually think Jeremy Gill has been better this year than he has been the past couple of years. Yeah. Do you think that's down? I've, I've fought with Jerry that's down to, I think he said last, he's not got through a full pre-season in a while, has he, due to niggles Maybe and so. injuries, but... Um, you know, I like, me, I like, me, I like Adam, the... Adam O'Brien. I yeah. think he's been used. I think apart from obviously when he had to start Friday, because who knows, James Cunningham, him coming off the bench. I think that's the right thing to do, with Adam O'Brien. I think our players have have got better, and I believe. I don't. That, I don't think. I think Adam O'Brien's got worse. I just think that for some reason, it's not. It's just not clicking. Yeah, I, I, for Watson I don't and Greg Brown and Robbo to work out and the players to work out. I don't know what it is, but I do believe some of the players are better. But for some reason, as a team, they're just not clicking properly as a team. And that's where I think Watson will get it right. And that's why I'm not... Yes, I agree with you completely from Friday night. It was disgusting. It was awful. You know, Everyone who follows me on social media will see me Twitter and Facebook. I was angry and upset as anyone. <laughs> and it's, not like me to, it's not like me to go in on them. You know, the, the mm. post that, that the players will follow me and our friends on Facebook, they want to leave me, they're more happy to do so. But I was disgusted with Friday night. However, having thought about it and seeing highlights and just think, just sit down and think about it, I do believe Watson will get it right. The bigger mentality players are coming in. We just need to be patient. And I do believe that our players are getting better under Watson. The only problem I have with Watson, like I said at the minute, is the tactics of one man. Grinding down, which I don't think is working. But it seems to me though that whenever we've got, whenever we've got like a full squad out, more or less a full squad, and everyone's in the position, we're okay. 
the slightest little thing goes wrong and somebody has to reshuffle or we just go to plot. Exactly. You know? We had that problem last year. Yeah, and previous that, years. Me and you spoke about it last year. I think we were at Wakefield away. Or yeah, something like that, yeah. Wakefield away, we spoke about it. What we do for some reason is when a decision goes against us, what shouldn't have done, we feel sorry for ourselves when we don't play. Now, that's a bit. That's why I think Ian Watson needs to improve it. I think mean, the players are improving and are getting better. Another one I think, Mike English, is a lot better this year than I thought he was last year. Yeah, but the year before that, it was pretty good. Yeah. And I thought it went backwards, it's yeah. Up, so, yeah. It's up again this year. Yeah. Again. Now, it could be down to numerous things. I'm not saying Watson needs to take credit or what, but the players will tell you that themselves. But I don't believe Watson is improving our players. The players that have come in, like you said, Luke Yates, Josh Jones is the best. He's probably one to employ of the year this year. If you want to name a third, I'd probably struggle. You know? So why, why, are we, why are we getting these bad results then if, if he's improving all the players and the players that are coming in are good? I'm not saying you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, no, no. why? What, what is going wrong then? I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I, I just, like I said, for some reason, I just think we're not clicking as a team. Mm. Like, if we watch the game, we did try to try and pass it out in the last 10 minutes on Friday to win the game. But there were no structure to it. It was just mm. fling ball to the next game. It looked like we're just playing off the cuff and fling to the next guy for the best. I think that's where... Our problem is we didn't for that first half at Wakefield. I don't think we defended as a team. Now people put that down to Luke Yates missing due to being suspended. And you on can't Friday, put on one player, though, can you? Defended, no, but on Friday we defended pretty well. All right, I know 50 minutes they only had 12 men, but they still had two or three sets of line and didn't look like scoring. So mm. defense is a lot better. And that's what Watson's improved as defense. He's now just got to improve that attack and that link in attack and. It will take time, and like Jake said, we won't. How can you go, though, from being pretty good at like, attacking-wise against Warrington, and then even in second half against Lee, to then deteriorate so much against poor teams that have been that's, really bad defensively? And that's my question, is what I'm... You know, I'm not yeah. trying to contradict what I've said. That's what I'm trying to go. So I do believe it's improved the players. The question is, why can we play so good against Warrington in that second half against Lee, but then his next two games be Wakefield and Salford? And I don't know what it is. And quite clearly, at the moment, Ian Watson and Luke Robinson don't know what it is. Uh, and that's what they need to get the finger on, and that's what they need to improve. Mm. I think, the I think also need to see if it's inconsistency, you know, will we have a couple of good results in the next few weeks? Or is it the case that the Warrington and Lee game was the peak, and now we're going to have an awful run? Or is it going to be, we win two, we lose two? We win two, we lose two. Is, is that the kind of team we are, I suppose? We, time will tell, so, it? We have got a lot of young players in our team, so, you know... Like Harry Newman, Harry Newman for me, Harry Newman and Jake Wardle for me are probably two of the best young players in the league. But when you're 20, 21 and you're playing every week, are you going to play as well when you're a season pro? Week? No, as a young lad, you're going to have bad games. And maybe that that's what it is. Maybe we have got, you know, with Darnell, you might English, you Adam O'Brien's not that old. You know, Jake Wardle in team, Owen Trout's not very old. So we've got six, seven then and say three or four of them just have a bad day because they are young, they're still learning, does that then, mm. I'm not saying it is, I'm just a question, you know, we are a young team and I think it's the consistency is the key word that we're not consistent. We had a lot of senior players out there on Friday though, you know. I don't mean, I meant in general rather than oh, right. Friday night, mate, that yeah. maybe that's just what, where we're at and the con- but consistency being our issue and I've, like I said, I don't doubt the players that they do try, I know they try, Knowing a few of them personally, I know how much they, they put in and I'll never bag the team and the players personally. And I'll say it as a team rather than the individuals. I think it's that consistency of, of putting your finger on why we're not performing. Like, you know, we've shown it at Warrington. We can play like that. So as mm. Ian Watson, would you say after Warrington game that Ian Watson's improved the players that was already at the club? Yes, you would have done. Mm. But then the next two weeks after Lee, we don't. And that's what Watson's got to get his fingers on, why the players are, are doing that rather than have we improved as a team? Well, yeah, we have because we won't play like we did at Warrington. I mean, at the same time, I look at that Warrington game and I think Warrington can also be absolutely woeful at times, you know, against Cassie first half at Cup. Have they just been really off that first half? Uh, and, this, you know, the second half they outperformed us, didn't they? Um, I don't know. You know, still got to punish, still got to punish them. Yeah, I thought, got, I thought yeah. we were good. Yeah. No, no. Well, well, I did to be fair, but it does make you wonder because you know I can understand coming off that league game and then playing St. Helens. You know, only concede, only scoring eight points. 
But then when you're coming off it and playing Wakefield, week after week after week have been, you know, leaking points and looking poor. You know, and they just suddenly look like a quality outfit against us that could defend, mm. you know, and it was just like, how, how does that happen? You know, mm. just, just baffling, absolutely baffling. Mm. Right then. The, the fixture, the two fixtures we just had, Wakefield away and Salford at home. How many times have we lost those fixtures over the years? It's just strange. Well, in in recent out. years, it's uh, they've become, you know, it's fixtures that we we should be winning, but we don't. You know, Salford always do. seems no. to, beat, to beat us at home and, we, and we've, we have a real problem against Wakefield and I don't know what yeah. that is. You and know. that's why I go to you back to your mentality point of view. If you look at the games that we lose and we do play badly, it's the games that you expect us to win. Now, for some reason, our mentality in these games, like you say, we're going to go and we're going to beat Wakefield because we beat Warrington. If that's their mentality as a team, well, you're going to get beat because there's no giving Super League that you should win a game. And that's why I think mm. it's rather players' ability. We have got a good squad. We've proved that. You know, if like say, yeah, you, people say you play well against St. Helens. We did play well against St. Helens. Yes, we lost, but we've shown that the best team in the league, we can go toe-to-toe with them. So why are we not doing it against Wakefield and your Salfords and your Hulk cars? That's the question for me that needs to be answered by the club and the coaching staff, and that's what needs to be fixed rather than are we a good squad? Because at the minute, we're showing that, like you said, Jay, at the minute, we're showing that we're a bad average squad. Deep down, are we a bad average squad? No, I think we've got a very good squad. But you call them a bad average squad at the minute. Mm, the roller coasters of a, uh, a new coach, eh, taking taking full effect, <clears throat> as we say. Um, right, coming up, we've got uh, potential players in the uh, the England squad and the Combined Nations. There's a few... Um, few strange ones. It looks like Jake Connor might be in the Combined Nations uh, looking at social media, which uh, is a strange one because I'd have him, I had have him uh, in my England squad. But what do you guys make of this then? Do you think Aidan Caesar maybe that we haven't obviously haven't heard the uh, <clears throat> the news yet of the call-ups? Do you, who do you think is going to maybe make it, you know, maybe into the Combined uh, combined Nations? Or would you, would you even rather play the Combined Nations? Or would you rather set up an annual test against France? I know France aren't exactly as good as England, but would you rather the Combined Nations or maybe France or another Tri-Nations event just to start this off with? I mean, I, I think... Wouldn't, I wouldn't play uh, France. Yeah, France no, not, I, think, I think we could. I think, you just, I, think, I think you should have just scrapped this game completely, <laughs> to be honest, because of COVID and COVID kicking in, clubs short on players, you know. I think mm. it's just... A, I think we should have just scrapped it, to be honest. But I have read on the whole forum that they seem absolutely adamant. Um, some guy who apparently claims to work for the press... Um, claims that Lutelli, Caesar, and Edwards will be in the squad, so that means we'll have five missing to Hulls three: Jake Connor, uh, Chris Satte, and I think Liggy Sow. Um, Hull struggled to put a team out this week. I think they only had 17 fit players, so they're going to have to bring a few academy players into their squad for this week. But saying that, you looked how they performed against Lee. So it didn't matter much, and, did it? <laughs> no, and, and you'd, you'd have to, uh, you'd have to, you know, bank on them giving us a bit of a pasting on Friday. Like I said before, you know, Wardle out, Jake Wardle, who I don't think will play for England this week. So I think I, I saw Matt Shaw, the journalist, say that if uh, Shaw, uh, Wayne was trying to work with the clubs, that if players weren't selected, they can play for the clubs. Mm. Um, so hopefully Jake Wardle, if he'd not selected, can still play for us against Hull. Just on that see- point, Jake, why don't you think Jake will play? I just don't think England will select him. I, personally, I think he should play. Just look at the Toby King guaranteed to play. Yeah, I think we'd all agree on that. Yeah, Toby King will play. Yeah, the other three centres, apart well, the other two apart from Jake Wardle are Dan Sargent and he'll Rich be banned. King. He should but be Barnes banned. He's going to get banned, so he can get yeah. anywhere near the England team after his shot. Yeah. He's looking at a four-game ban. Is Jake Wardle better than Reece Lynn? Yeah, 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 yeah he is. Um, for me, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jake Wardle get a call up no. next to Jermaine McGilvery on the right wing. Right, Mason and Toby King on the left wing. I love, you... Jerry, I love Jerry, but surely there must be a better option on the wing for England at his age now. But then you, I, lo- I love the bloke. But then you've got to look at just how bad we've been this year and how many tries we've leaked down at right hand side and then think they're getting their right and uh, right centre and right winger <laughs> selected for England. That's an absolute mm. joke, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know yeah. in reality. Um, but if that's the case, then fair enough. Um, you know, I personally don't think Jerry should be selected this year. You know, I think there's other wingers. Um, I don't know if we've had this discussion that, but I think Davis deserves deserves a chance this year over Jerry. Um, you know, but like I said, hopefully if Edwards, Caesar. I think Caesar's going to play for combined squad because I believe is Reynolds injured for Hull at the moment. He didn't play. I don't, I don't think on. He played, he played Saturday. Did he? Right. You see, um, 
you know, they've got Hastings, Reynolds, Maloney, Caesar that could all probably get selected. I'd say only three of them are going to be in the 19-man squad, you know. Caesar will play, surely. Of, of those think, names think, you've said, I, I think Caesar's better than Reynolds. Judging by the last few not, weeks, I won't say, not, I, you not know, I'm not convinced. No, he's not. No, for me, he don't play, you know, some of the others deserve it more than him going into that, this game. Jackson Hastings is showing in because he's been named co-captain, yeah. so yeah. he's just showing there as he's going at six or seven at least. So you'd imagine, like I say, he'll be six, Caesar Reynolds. I think Maloney don't really do not either, so I'll be going, I'd probably go Josh Reynolds myself, but I don't think they will. If if the press have got it wrong and Connor's not in the combination squad and he's actually been called up to England squad to replace Sargentson because Sargentson's banned, which seems the more likely option to me, does Connor play instead of Jake Wardle in that instance? Yes. Yeah, for me he would, yeah. For me. So, as, yeah. as much as I love Jake Wardle, and I still sort of get made around what Jake Connor can... You're not telling me Jake Connor is not in the 24 best players in this country. Jake exactly. Connor's class. Well, what are we going to play him then, centre? Uh, you'd, you'd, you'd have to he's at the moment yeah. I don't care he should be in the England squad yes he's actually shocking he's a bit of a I won't swear on the podcast but he's a bit <laughs> of a but technically gifted he is in the best 17 we've got in this country mm, I think so but, he's playing fullback because Sam Tompkins is playing fullback for me he's the best fullback in the comp Sam Tompkins is probably the best player in the competition so far for me mm. so I think he wraps up your fullback spot well, there's no reason why he should be playing centre. I suppose if he's playing week in, week out fullback for Hull, though, that, you know, it's be, be a bit of a dubious call. The Charles Mitchell and Tom Jemaich playing fullbacks for their club, but they stormed up at it in State of Origin and destroyed yeah. Queensland. So, you know, Australia's done that for years with Greg Inglis and so, so it can work. But mm. for me, yeah, for Jake Connors, the player that he can give you some out of nowhere. So for me, you find this place for him at somewhere, sure, like, even if it's utility role off the bench but but going back to that you know we're, we're obviously going to potentially have five players missing Hull I'm led to believe are going to have three missing you know and Hull have been a much better team this year than we have how are they basing this selection on you know are they going to be more picky on some I think we came a maximum of six Katie I think picked from your team are they going to be more picky with some teams than others you know um, seems no, a bit yeah, I think they'll pick they'll pick their best team that I think he's, Tim Sheen's a coach of the Combined Nations. I think he picks his best team that he thinks he can pick. Yeah, Matt's a six he can miss, so he'll, you know, if Jake Connor's not in England squad like Ian, he can pick up six from Hull if he wants for that Combined Nations squad. I don't see why he shouldn't be able to. Yeah. What's the point limiting him what he can and then England playing a week in Combined squad because you have to pick him because he's not player B because he's not as good as player A. Like, England are not going to get the real test. But, but judge, judge, judging from that, I don't think we can even name a squad. If we get them five missing this week, I don't think we've got enough players to name a squad for Friday. Well, I've tried. My mate is a Hull FC fan and he said they had 17 fit for Saturday. Um, I think he said someone went off injured. Plus the three or four will be picked for the Combined Nation squad. He said that they, can, they think they've only got 14 players available. So right. we'll have to go to the academy. And I goes, well, to be honest, mate, I can't name our squad. Because I should imagine we'll be going to people like your Kieran Rush, your, your Will Price, your Fenton saying, you know, you just have to come with first teams. There's a good chance you'll, you know, people like your Ronans and your Aidens who are ball boys, probably going to get a shout. But going back to what Matt said earlier, I would play a combined nation squad because when they called it the Exiles, I, I enjoyed them games. They were better than seeing an England team put 60 points on Wales and France. Yeah, I agree. It would, but at the same time, how many of them England players are actually going to get in World Cup squad that are playing when Australian players come into play? You know, so it's it's hard to get up for it for me. You know, because you know you, you like to, you know, you've got Whitehead to come up, come across, aren't you? You've got uh, Tom Burgess will be in squad. You've got um, lad from St. Helens that went across to play for Canterbury, uh, Thompson. Um, maybe Sutton might probably get in that squad this time which season he's had for Canberra he's only got um, four or five you know, now that would play over there that would generally get a game for England like I said Thompson Thompson Whitehead and who was the one you said Sutton uh, Burgess Burgess they're guaranteed to come over and, and be back in so you know you're outside potentially well, Potentially he's been pro for Canberra this year, but if Sean Wayne likes him, 
know, maybe so. So yeah, you've got them who, but for again, your outside backs, there's no outside backs coming from Australia to take your place. So if you get picked for this game, you're in the hot seat and you're in the first choice. Did they include Farmworth last time in squad? Uh, it's not. I don't think he's any good, to be honest. No, but well, I don't personally. But I'd say Jay Ward was better than him. So. Yeah. Get Chris McQueen back in the squad. Dom Young. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be put into the Jamaica train on squad for the World Cup, if anyone's seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as Dom, so good luck to yeah, him should there. should be. should be, yeah. Yeah. Right then, guys, so let's... Sorry, I was going to say, move on to the whole game. Josh, you, you can jump in first with yours, but take us into um, what changes you would make for Hull. I know it's all a little bit up in the air at the minute, but just mm. t- tell us what system, well, not system really, because they all play the same thing, but what sort of selection would you play and um, what's your prediction for the game? Well, yeah, as you say, it's going to depend on uh, Nations call-ups and, and all that. Um, we could have a bit of a problem, couldn't we? Because if Jerry's playing, Drake Waddle's playing for England, I mean, and then Latelli's playing, that's three of your back line out. And then Darnell, he, he may or may not play, I don't know. But yeah, it also depends on that. All the players coming back from the uh, COVID suspension and not suspension, yeah, COVID illness and track and trace, etc. Um, so team-wise, I don't know. I, I can't say, but <laughs> who would I take out? I would probably, yeah, give Lewis a go on the wing if he's, if he's available. Um, if Cogger can't play... Um, yeah, to give give Ollie Russell or Will Price a go in the halves, you know, just can't do any worse than uh, Friday night. Um, and as for a prediction, um, I think we'll I think we'll turn up, and I think we will be involved in a tight, low-scoring game, and I think we'll lose twelve ten. I did a I had a go, sorry, at putting a squad together, um, and bearing in mind we've still got blokes out with COVID we don't know if they're coming back in I'm led to believe not so that probably rules out Ollie Russell Sam Wood the only one that might come back in is Gavi because I believe he were banned but but again I still don't know if he was involved in the COVID malarkey as well so get him straight me, back in yeah well <laughs> Ash Bot's going to have to go to fullback um, you know because it looks like Cogger and O'Brien are going to be out with HIA assessments so Ollie Ash Bot's going to have to make his debut at fullback Louis Senior is going to have to be on left wing I don't know we can name at left centre if Jake plays for England. Uh, Kudjo's going to have to go on to right centre. Don't know who's going to play on right wing. Um, so that's where academy lads are going to have to come in. Going to have Gaskell in halves with, I don't know who at this stage, potentially Will Price. Luke Yates, Ashton Golden's going to have to go to Hooker. Uh, Ollie Wilson, um, Josh Jones, Sam Hewitt, second row, Matt Bruno, loose forward. Then we've got Ronan Michael, uh, Owen Trout, Joe Greenwood, and then probably going to have to have an academy hooker on the bench. Um, I noticed um, George Roby played for academy at the weekend um, in their uh, hammering of London. Maybe he comes in, or like that said, Kieran Rush has been playing quite well as well. Um, you know, if a few more of these have picked up knocks during the week or <laughs> catch COVID, I think we're absolutely done for. And I don't say we can f- fulfil the fixture, to be honest. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a call up, won't we? A couple of days isolating. Throw me in at hooker and uh, Josh on the wing. We'll be all right, will we? You oh, can do the running, Jake. Pace. He used to be oh, a runner, so you can get... <laughs> I'll let you be the leg man. Uh, Nat, what about you, mate? What are you going for? Um, I'm going to back us to turn up and win. You know I'm the positive one. Uh, last two games have been garbage. They know that. Uh, it's a typical Giants thing to do to turn up and win, so I reckon we're going to sneak it. Um, going on Jake's point, um, I actually sat down early and had a go Jake as well. Yeah, uh, I've gone with Will Price at fullback. Mm. Uh, I've got Louis and Oli Ashalbot to play on the wings. Kudjo uh, at right centre. I moved Joe Wardle back out to the left centre because he played there before. Mm. Gaskin Russ in the halves. Um, that's if Russell didn't have, wasn't one of the COVID because I know there were, there were a few. So this is also we don't know who's got COVID. You can only guess of who won in the squad. Um, if Russell is the one with. Is the one who can't play due to COVID issues. Um, you probably put Price into, you know, maybe Price into Ars and bring Aidan McGowan into fullback and play them both. Uh, Wilson and Gavitt to start, props with Golden Hooker. Jones and Greenwood at second row, Yates at loose. Then a bench of Bruno, Hewitt, Trout, and Ronan. Um, I reckon you just go with Golden at Hooker for 80 minutes, to be honest. Mm. Um, that's just quickly off the top of my head. I've literally sat down for 10 minutes before we joined him. 
try and stick it together. Um, we'll see how close I am. And that's presumed, obviously, that the three combination stars get bit. Obviously, they don't. They'll straight back in. I presume that the five or six that had COVID can't play. I think that's what I got from Ian Watson's press conference before the game on Friday. Um, I might be wrong, so don't over to that. Someone might correct me, but I don't think they're available for selection again this Friday due to... What about Jack Ashworth? Is he injured? We've not heard out of him for a while. I've not heard out of him, so yeah, he could be, he could be put onto, onto the bench instead of you know, someone like Ronan or... Yeah. You know, that's another strange one for me. Why, yeah. why is he not... What's, what's going on? Like, God knows. But, yeah, so going back to your prediction, Matt. Hull 22, Huddersfield 24, Russell penalty conversion to win it as in the last five minutes and <laughs> next Monday we'll all be sat here and <laughs> singing Russell's praises, telling us we're going to play every week and we're going to win Super League. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. I'll go Giants... Uh... Giants 8, Hull 36. <laughs> Not a close one then, no? No, I can't see it. I'm going to go... Uh, if Reynolds is uh, missing out, you know, and he's playing and they've got a few other players that can step in, you know, they, they played really well at the weekend, so, you know, you'd have to back them to back that up at home in front of the Rome fans. I'm going to go 24-12 to Hull is, uh, is my prediction on that one. Uh, right, guys, I think uh, we're into the Adam O'Brien any other business round now? So uh, speak now or forever hold your peace and we'll uh, or forever hold it till next week. And uh, anything that you guys have got that you want to bring up? Or shall we yeah, wrap this shout up? Shout out to the other guy, obviously guys that are listening. You know, anything that, just remember that I've had a few messages about when we've done a previous of the are just our opinion. So if you don't... Take agree, it personally. Don't get upset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I always like to interact with you know, other Giants fans, so... I always open up there. If you know any Giants fan is listening, you don't agree with me, you agree with what I'm saying, just drop us a message. And you know, I always like to listen to other people's opinions and see what, see how they saw the game from Friday as well. So, you know, if anyone wants to have a chat about it, then feel free to to get in contact. And um, I can put I'll put Jake your way if you agree with Jake. <laughs> if anyone wants to be positive, then I'll put you towards Jake, and you can have it out with Jake. It's quite fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I received quite a few messages of an angry people but I do get the feeling some Giants fans would be just as happy if we got relegated and find the positives in that as well so um, each to their own and yeah don't take offence to what we say um, and if you do want to drop us a message please do just yeah, one so final one for me um, what was it like being in the ground from your, your two perspective wasn't a very good atmosphere Um from a Giants perspective I'll give a massive shout out to Salford fans who sang from the first minute till the last um, you know they really got behind the team even when they got the man sent off um, you know absolutely brilliant support I think there were maybe what 150, 200 of them but they, they were really loud no atmosphere you know from, from a Giants perspective once Salford got the man sent off it picked up a little bit and then just went really quiet again so you know for me don't know if the fans can do a little bit more to get behind the boys I don't know but it's hard when they're dishing out that sort of rugby, to be honest. So. It's hard when you spread yeah. out as well, isn't it? Because things don't quite catch as, as well as what you would think. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I found. Um, for me, Josh, I was sat in my more or less next to my normal seats. Mm. It make a difference to me, but because, no offence if anyone's listening who, who was around me, because they don't, they don't normally sit around me and I want with my mates, mm. I felt it would be hard to start singing. So yeah, I agree with Jake, the atmosphere, you know, but like Matt said, because you're so spread out. Yeah. A couple of my mates would sit with me, they were sat at the other side, they wouldn't even hear me trying singing, so I didn't mm. see much and so yeah, the atmosphere from Giants and people but yeah, like Jake said I said it on Twitch as well, massive shout, they're about 150, 200 sulfur fans and they didn't shut up all night and they, they got behind them, so fair play to them. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, like what you said about the atmosphere there. Um, like I could get to some games during, you know, before July 19th when everything's meant to open back up, but I'm sort of thinking I can't be really bothered because it, it, it just doesn't look great. And it sounds like what you've said there, I'm just going to probably wait until it opens back Next up. Next season. For, for you, mate, I don't, nah. I, don't, I don't blame you coming up from down south. You know, yeah. is it at the moment? Is it really worth getting on a train nah. for a few hours to come up to a bad atmosphere in a crap style of rugby? You know, and I'm led exactly. to believe Ken Davy left the game. Uh, I'm not sure how true that is, but somebody reported on Twitter yesterday that Ken left pretty unhappy yesterday on, on Friday. Sorry. Mm. Um, mm. 
What's he going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> Open the checkbook. Yeah, again. Yeah. Right then, so I think that uh, wraps up a another week of talking with giants. So thank you again for everybody that listens and interacts with the with the podcast. Uh, we wouldn't do this if uh, if you guys didn't get involved and listen. So thank you very much again for doing so. And hopefully we'll be back next week uh, cheering on a victory against Hull and uh, hopefully one for England. So thank you and uh, speak to you next week.